And you are listening to FOW Live here on the FOW Radio Network. I am Patrick. With me as always, uh, Danny Danger and Eric. First, Mikavilla's out uh, being essential elsewhere. But, fellas, we got a theme song back. Eric, I think you never heard it before uh, until last week. We got a sneak peek. But yeah, it's good to have the music back. It's good to have you guys back. A week ago, this last time we spoke, in, like, with our voice, it was always great to hear from you guys. How are you guys doing today on this first Thursday with our big brother? And, and that's uh, all I say about that. I didn't know, <laughs> baby. Uh-oh. Um, doing good. You know, we got a lot of wrestling going on this week. Uh, so I guess it's good that there's no big brother. We got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Um, there, there is, there is. Um, but man, uh, this is something that we really haven't uh, talked about, and I, it's just because my mind is terrible. But uh, uh, WWE is back. Um, yes, yes, we are. So excited about it, uh, D- Danny. Tell us all about it. Well. Um... We actually, AWE actually has a TV deal now with a network called Right Now TV. They're one of those, uh, they're a digital cable channel, or not a digital cable channel, but a, a digital network channel, which means you can get it when you, without having your cable subscription. Um, in the Atlanta area, I believe it's channel 20.9, and it's the network is kind of geared towards men's shows and, um, they actually have a couple other independent wrestling companies that have television shows. I think championship wrestling from Hollywood shows there as well as another company. Um, so AWE will be joining that wrestling block on Monday nights. Um, I believe the time slot is Monday at midnight. Um, so AWE will have television and they're coming back on November 29th. To do the first uh, TV taping um, for episodes for what the TV show will be called a AWE Loud, um, and it'll be similar. I think the format's supposed to be similar to the Pirate TV, where it's kind of a couple matches. You get some promos filled in, you know, mixed in there, um, that kind of thing. Uh, I get similar to a. a um, a studio show, but but with the AWE spin on it. Yeah, that that's really exciting. Um, you know, when I uh, first heard of that uh, deal, I was like, that's great, because uh, AWE definitely deserves to have that platform. I think to today, still not enough people have been able to really enjoy the product uh, that we also dearly love and enjoy watching. And Finally, be given a, 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 a you know another platform in which to thrive. Hopefully, you know some hiccups around, along the way with uh, you know uh, other uh, network partners and also with COVID, um, you know, and, and things here and there. But yeah, they're they're back on the 29th. Uh, so for those people who who couldn't make it to uh, the Thanksgiving extravaganza that is uh, that that happens in North Carolina every year. 
um, here you have something to do on, on Thanksgiving weekend. Come to Atlanta. I mean, I hate the city. I hate the state. Uh, but there's one good thing happening. We have to be thankful for AEW's back. AEW. I, I knew it was going to uh, do that. I knew yeah, it was good. I caught myself two J- or three times. JR, JR did it one time on live TV. So if he can do it, I guess you can be except you could do it every right. once in a while too. Uh, AW is back. Uh-huh. I'm I'm excited. Uh, and you know, of course, uh, so, some things that I really got hyped about. Priscilla Kelly's back. Uh, of course, ACH will be there. Um, and. Uh, Anthony Henry and, and James Drake are, are are coming, and you know they never oh, lost those tag team championships. So, um, and also uh, the the return of AC Mack. Of course, we knew AC Mack had been in AW previously, but he wasn't uh, at the level that he's now. You know, after you know basically taking over action wrestling. Uh, and just uh, uh, how much he's grown over the last couple of years. Now here he comes back to AWE, um, you know, and, you know, the, the AWE is going to get loud, and, you know, what better than to have the loudest mouth in Atlanta uh, at, at the show? And, of course, uh, Killer Kelly, not to be confused with Kelly Klein, because who would do such a thing, uh, will also be... Uh, taking part of the tapings on November 29th. Of course, uh, masks are required. Um, yes. And that's important. And, of course, sitting limited um, because, of course, you know, you got to adhere to, you know, regulations and things like that. But, yeah, back at the district, I, I, I've, I've liked that. I haven't liked a venue for AWE, I think since Opera, I think Opera okay. I liked. Um, I never care for the masquerade. Um, yeah, well, the masquerade is it's a it's an the masquerade is an acquired taste, and for wrestling, it was a little bit different. They did, they never really got behind the wrestling and kind of didn't really promote it, and so the crowds were always a lot less than they should have been. I think. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the the Marietta Center only because it was super close. Yeah, I was close to your to close to you. Yeah, uh, and, and it was much wet up, and there was a lot. I mean, think about it. We uh, we a a a w e uh, you know outsold uh, evolved outsold uh, evolved at the, at the the same venue. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that was awesome. And uh, nobody falling asleep on the front row during the a w e event as they did during uh, during evolve. Uh, yeah, so I remember taking that picture, and I was like, "This is too funny." Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, but yeah, AWE is back. I'm so happy. Uh, of course, Danny, what are you gonna do? Uh, I mean, without your partner in crime, you know. Of course, she she was there for show of the year, but. For this new well, the new I'm, relaunch, she won't be there. What's what's? Do you have a scoop? To give her? No. Yeah, I'm being paired with um, a couple different people. Actually, a couple different names are going around. Um, one of which 
my partner for uh, AWE Loud will be uh, William Huckabee. Will be joining me in the broadcast booth. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be wrestling at all or if he will clearly be a commentator, but he will be joining me for uh, AWE Loud. Um, the uh, the oh the pirate TV show will still go on as a separate entity, and uh, I will have a separate commentator helping me with that. Um, Justin Allen, who's kind of done a a little bit of everything with AWE um, for the last couple years, so he'll be getting his crack at the commentary booth with me for uh, for pirate TV on YouTube. All right. That's cool. Well, it's exciting news. Excited, so excited. Um, they hold a a very dear place in my heart as well. Um, so can't wait, can't wait for the return. Yeah, on, very on the 29th of November, and you know, uh, all the new fans who will get to experience uh, AWE and you know. Of course, uh, always fun shows. Um, and yeah, can't wait, can't wait to see what happens. So make sure everybody stay tuned. Uh, of course, to follow them at ATL Wrestling on on Twitter, uh, Lena Wrestling Entertainment on the um, on on the Facebook machine for those who still do that thing. Uh, but definitely uh, be in the lookout uh, and be be there November 29th. It'll be a special time. Um, but yes, so excited. Uh, what else has been exciting? Well, what else has been exciting? Okay, Halloween Havoc. Let's talk about Halloween yes. Havoc now because a lot happened at Halloween Havoc. It was a wild night um, full of, of surprises, I, I would say. Uh, what, what were some of, uh, would you say, what were your biggest surprises? Uh, that we didn't get the giant inflatable pumpkin. Uh, I was hoping for the giant pumpkin. I was more like a disappointment. I was hoping for us. It was a surprise though. I was hoping for a, um, a set that would include giant, uh, giant tombstones. We didn't get that either. So, you know, there were just, tombstones, uh, just not a lot. of yeah, them. Yeah. Not a lot of them. Not like the guys could wrestle through them or anything. At least in the capacity that that we've saw DDP and Macho Man wrestle through them this a week ago, that's true. Um, but Shotzi as the host was really fun. She kept coming out in different costumes. I thought that was really cool. Um, so that was that was a fun part of it. Yeah, Shotzi's the best host of any wrestling show I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely I definitely enjoyed the the the, the feel, um, you know. I think for me, like that that whole just intro and with her like rocking you know, and then the band, you know, that kind of made it feel a lot special. It, it made it feel almost like an NXT takeover event. Yeah, on live TV. Um, yeah, uh, and so that was fun. And then of course. Uh, we, we we had to we had to once again see Pat McAfee or McAfee or whatever you say. Hey, uh, I'm kind of okay with Pat McAfee at this point. Uh, look, 
like I'm, I'm like I'm fifty percent. I'm fifty percent. Uh, we'll see. But uh, to me, the biggest surprise was, of course, uh, Pete Dunne uh, returning and not only returning, but joining this faction, uh, this trio, whatever they are. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's a I'm, it's an I odd mean, accumulation of people right now. Well, you think well with, with Dunn and then Lorcan, if you look, and if you look at the four of them. One thing stands out, and that's just McAfee, right? So, okay. Yeah. But, sure, he's a kicker. And he was in the NFL. So, and, you know, he's popular. So, he's not bad on the, on the microphone. So, I think and, – and I'm not saying that the other three guys are not bad on the microphone, but they are more like the silent and just – beat up people tight, which yeah. allows Pat to be able to just give him the to microphone. Be extra. And do the... Gets, Pat, yeah. gets Pat to be extra yeah. uh-huh. while, they're, while they're more stoic fighters. Yeah, Right. It's kind of like, you know, maybe the revival could have used a loudmouth talker because they just didn't seem like they were really come, getting out of the shell a lot, you know, yeah. when they were in the main roster. And maybe, I mean, and, you know, we've seen them in AEW and at times in, you, they, they, they can get a personality out, but I guess that wasn't happening enough in WWE. Maybe they could have used somebody to help them do that. I think having Pat McAfee uh, will allow these three guys to be able to just come in and just kick butt and be great serious tough guys i think it's it's a it's a good uh, it's a good foursome and i think there's a lot in my opinion a lot of potential in this group yeah and i'm sure we see this all come to a head next month that war games yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be fun uh it, but you know they had to do something right with uh you know Ridgeway, I think was his name, getting injured. Maybe yeah. Pat McAfee wasn't the original plan. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe, you know, sometimes what it was to say is like uh, something's uh, happened for a reason or they're not. And hey, this may not be, maybe a bad one. Uh, but how about you, Eric? Uh, anything what stood out to you on NXT TakeOver? I like the I mean, fact that how do we have it? I mean, <laughs> I like the fact that Poppy played EO to the ring. Um, I really like Poppy. Um, I like the fact that half of the Garganos are now champions in NXT, and the other half almost died. Um, yeah, that that ending bump to that ladder match was. Uh, I was think a it nuts. legit knocked Candice out. <laughs> you think so? Like, she was just laying there, and then, like, I think, like, she just looked out, and then all of a sudden she, like, rolled over and was, like, holding her head and stuff. So, I mean, it was either a good sell or she legitimately got hurt on that. Um, I liked – well, I don't know if I liked. I was sports entertained, I guess, by the Cameron Grimes – 
match thing. Um, hmm. And and, and Rhea and Ray, uh, Reina was pretty good. All in all, it was a solid Halloween Havoc. I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, definitely. I didn't. <laughs> I really enjoyed Santos Escobar tribute yes. to Ray. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Ray actually sent Escobar the actual pants and suit that he wore at the Halloween Havoc. Yeah, because they kept saying that it was like um, a tribute to Ray, but like I was looking at the pants, I was like, no, those are legitimately the pants. Yes. I believe, uh, you know, because, you know, I'm a monster that listens to things on on the mute. Uh, But. So I don't know what they said in commentary. However, um, yeah, I I heard I, I read out there that Ray had to, you know was interviewed and he said that yeah, Escobar wanted to do tribute. He sent him the actual pen. So uh, that was cool. Uh, definitely uh, fun, fun to watch. And yeah, I I like that Eo got that cool entrance. Uh, I mean, she's definitely something special. Um, not not to take away from other talent out there, but yeah, she's definitely one of a kind, and uh, I, I appreciate how they are, you know, showing that and you know, really putting a focus on the character, and I just let it be another character. And man, um, speaking, of, I mean, matches that I did not think that. We were gonna get the cinematic treat uh, for Halloween Havoc, but we did with uh, with Grimes and uh, Loomis. But uh, yeah, didn't know we we're gonna go back to Bat Street USA with Michael B.S. <laughs> Hayes. Um, that was uh, that was definitely Bad something. That was Atlanta unexpected. GA. Everybody was joking that that's really how how uh, PS dresses like all the time when he's hanging around his house. He doesn't, he didn't have to dress up in costume. That's just how he dresses on the regular. I believe it. I I, I believe it. I, I wouldn't be uh, surprised. I mean, I I remember when he went from uh, Doc Hendricks to managing the Hardys, and I'm like, yeah, this looks more like uh, like 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 Case. Because the, the whole like suit and tie thing, I, I mean, they, I, he wore very colorful suits, but still, seeing him in, in suit and tie just and the short hair, I was like, man, that that that's what it feels like to be a dog, a dog getting neutered, um, is is what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm like, it's it's definitely crazy. Uh, but hey, you know. He, he's he's one of the top guys in in the production, so yeah, he was gonna get his uh, two minutes right there. Yep, uh, get his time in. So yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but uh, yeah, but really, really a fun show, a really fun show, and uh, it, I hear it did well in the ratings, which I don't really care about ratings myself, but. I think I think they got something there. They definitely do. Um, so 
speaking of the Fed, and I think this is something that Danny, you brought up to us uh, on, the, on the chat. Uh, Matt, Matt Riddle is, is Matt no more. Uh, he is now Riddle, which, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I understand they take away the names, but I mean, Riddle by itself just doesn't, I mean, at least for a Latino, it just doesn't roll very well. Well, they're not trying to, to focus on, on how it rolls off of your tongue, sir. Um, but yeah, it's, I still, I guess they just want something they can copyright and they can't copyright his real name, you know, or they want to, they don't want to try, I guess. So, um, so they're just going to give him the, the single name treatment. Yeah. And I we'll mean, see how that plays till, till if they're going to give him his first name back or, or if they're yeah. going to keep it away from him forever. Now, as soon as I saw, oh, he, they changed his name, I almost thought, oh, did they change it to the Riddler? Uh, I know, right? Or maybe they, could call him Riddle, Riddle Bro, maybe they could call him Bro Riddle. Oh, goodness. That's what Talking I was thinking they would do. Yeah. I mean, you see now, the King of Bros, Riddle. I guess we'll find out. Uh, we'll see, yeah. Next time he comes out. Um, that's the, the Riddle. The riddle. I don't know why I keep saying the riddle, um, but yeah, uh, that that would definitely be uh, interesting. Uh, title changes are happening. Um, yes, another another NWA championship has changed hands as uh, Serena D uh, has defeated Thunder Rosa for the uh, world's world women's championship. That's a, that's a little words. Uh, yeah, yeah. So is indeed signed. signed. With yeah, and she actually defended the belt on uh, on Dynamite this week against against who was her regularly scheduled opponent, Layla Hirsch. Um, so she she has already a defense under her a successful defense under her belt as well. That is interesting. Well, there's a lot of rumors going around that she might be WWE bound. Not Serena, Serena or, or Thunder Rosa. Sorry. Well, yeah. I do know that she's still focused on her fighting game. Um, yeah. I think she she did say she's uh, looking. She's got a fight, fight, maybe. Well, she's got a fight camp coming up. She's trying to get okay. Uh, get another fight. I think she's trying to do some work with Combate America and whatnot. So, so she's trying to get another fight. You know. Before they come back, because I think she she's been working with them, so I think this is part of it. She's going to be taking a break from pro wrestling, so she can yeah. have her two three month fight campaign. That takes a toll. So, yeah, I I think that that's likely what caused the move. And uh, do you guys think? I mean, was that the best choice? D. I I always thought Serena deserved a a bigger spotlight, but I mean, it seems kind of sudden, I guess, based that there yeah. wasn't a whole lot of ability to build kind of towards that match. But it also kind of shows you that you know championships can change at any time, kind of thing. Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. 
Anything, pal. Anything. Yeah, uh, I don't hate it, but yeah, uh, title changes. So A A A W. Now, now we're gonna say A W E. This is this is why English is not my the first tongue, language. The tongue twister, yeah. Uh, so uh, as expected, uh, we get uh, Adam Page versus um, Kenny Omega in the finals of the uh, n- number one uh, contender championship, whatever they call it. I'm sure they call it something weird. Uh, Cody versus Darby Allen versus for the TNT championship. Uh, AEW tag titles, FTR versus the Young Bucks. If the Young Bucks lose, they can never challenge for those tag titles again. Uh, so, yeah. Are they going to start a juniors division? Oh, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, or are they going in singles? I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. It's, who knows what the Young Bucks will do. Maybe they want to do less of the wrestle and more of the uh, running, Watching helping the, running the yeah. company. Who knows? Uh, I mean, should I? I've, I've always felt like the last couple of years, Matt has been a number of days because, I mean, he's giving his back yeah. a lot. A lot of, he's put it through a lot. And I feel like, I always felt like, I mean, at some point, they would stop. You know, Nick may get that his a singles run. Yeah, that's possible too. Uh, and I could match for the uh, AEW World Championship with Moxley and Kingston. That alone is definitely worth the sixty dollars. I will not be paying to watch this pay per view. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, Elite Delish, the Elite Delish. Yeah, no, I said that right. It just sounded weird. Elite deletion match with Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Um, MJF versus Chris Jericho. And if MJF wins, he gets to join the inner circle. Um, I guess that's a good price. Uh, and uh, Shida will be defending the uh, Women's Championship against Nala Rose. Yep, Orange Cassidy versus uh, John Silver because, you know, what's AEW without some orange juice? Uh, That's happening, what, not this Sunday? Not next Sunday. A week from Saturday, right? They have on Saturdays. It's kind of weird. I don't know what they do on Saturdays, but I guess you can stay up late on Saturdays. Yeah, I, I guess. Can't stay late on Sundays? Nope. It's not like go late. Like, like school kids watch AEW. It's not their, you know, they, they focus on the 18 to 45 or whatever that age group is. Age group. So, whatever, again, whatever that age group is. Uh, yeah. So, but alas, ratings don't matter. Um, and they matter to somebody, just not us. Not, know? not definitely not us. Um, I, I mean, does anything 
from AEW. I mean, you guys don't watch AEW, do you? <clears throat> I no, no, now no. have TNT, so I will be starting to watch it. You have? To, wait, did you not have TNT before? I don't have cable. Oh, what do you have now? Hulu Live. No. Gotcha. I, I had um, Fubo TV, but the two channels that I bought it for decided to no longer want to work. So Which channels are those? USA and ESPN. What I mean, so, they don't work. I mean, sorry. Like I, I would try to like question. watch it, and then it would just give me the buffering circle for forever and ever, and then finally it would just go. This uh, channel can no longer be played. So. I told Fubo to go suck an egg and went to Hulu Live. That's that's weird because I've never had that issue. I currently do have Fubo, but don't never had that issue. But I don't know. I like it, they gave me some troubleshooting steps and I tried them all and nothing worked. So I was like, well, that sucks. Mm, there you go. Um, well, I guess welcome to the Hulu family. I mean, I don't have Hulu yes. Live. I have the regular Hulu. I Danny always have Hulu. Yeah, I have Hulu Live too. But so you have Hulu Live. So wait, Danny. Yeah, we got we got Hulu Live back. Yeah. Okay, so you have Hulu Live. So now you can actually take uh, the whole two hours of of uh, NXT. NXT. Yeah, I can I can save it on the DVR and watch the whole thing instead of okay, having so, to get. That so you no longer get the. Uh, getting for a while. There you go. Yeah, I was getting a shorter version for a while, so now I can at least see the whole show. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I've never been the one. Uh, okay, yeah, now this this part of the episode is brought to you by Hulu Live. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I never, I mean, I understand Hulu Live, but it's just like, I feel like uh, I, it doesn't have enough um, DVR hours for yeah, my liking. It, it's, yeah, because you watch a lot of t- different TV shows. I watch, it's, like, yeah. DVR is, is kind of smaller compared to some others. Yeah, like, once I think once uh, all these shows that I watch start coming up, I probably will be close to three to four hundred hours of record time. Um, which to me, which is great to me for me, but I would have to pay like an extra ten or twenty dollars with Hulu Live just to be able to save that much TV because I can't I can't watch it all. Not, not live. Yeah. I can't I can't stand. Um, what do you call it? Uh, commercials. Yeah, they're pretty, I mean, commercials are pretty terrible, yeah. and you get that on Hulu Live still. Yeah. Um, is the thing so even even when you DVR things you still get commercials through you can't there's some commercials you can skip through and some you can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, for more Saturday news, uh, Tracy Smothers, Smothers, uh, I can't even spell to pronounce, pronounce spell is not the right word, uh, passed away, uh, yesterday, uh, yeah. A sad day in uh, the world of professional wrestling. Um, yeah. Any any uh, any thought any thoughts about the recollections of when you guys first were introduced to the one 
Tracy's Matters. Um, I guess going through like Tracy Smothers, um, I my first experience with him was in ECW as part of the Full Blooded Italians, being that he's obviously not full blooded Italian. Um, <laughs> but uh, neither were any of them except Guido, which was the the joke, I guess. But the later incarnation were full blooded, but at first it was all a bunch of you know honkies. Pretending to be Italians, um, Tommy Rich is the Don, and and uh, Tracy Smothers, the wild-eyed Southern boy who also just happened to be a full-blooded Italian. But um, that was really my my only introduction to him. I didn't really see him doing a lot of his stuff in the eighties and early nineties. Um, but I guess the biggest thing that that we get from it now is um, is we're hearing all the stories about how much he gave back to the to the industry how he was always there to try to help the the younger people and try to um try to help further the wrestling in general you know by by sharing his knowledge and his stories and just being a, a genuine good person is kind of the things we've been hearing although it's from the outside i didn't really know any of that you know yeah um i think my <clears throat> I think my stuff goes with um, when I started getting into watching the old Smoky Mountain stuff, he was pretty prominent there. Um, but I, for a lot of the time I've known him from his, his various indie runs, I, I watched, um, I've seen a couple of matches with him and CM Punk. Um, just you know, in various indies around. I think it might have been IWA Mid South or something. Um, I, the, yeah, I never really watched much of his eighty stuff, and yeah, just like you, Danny, I with the FBI. Um, but it's it's sad to see Twitter, uh, all the all the all the guys that he's influenced, guys and girls that he's influenced, and guys like Hero Punk. They're all pretty torn up about it, and. I mean, as as you should be or would be if your mentor uh, suddenly passed. Um, it's a sad day for wrestling. I, I don't really – did he really ever make it to WWE? Um, well, that, that that's going to come up to, uh, to how I first heard of Tracy's mother's. Um, oh, I didn't, he was. I, because I did not know who Tracy's mother was. I was introduced to Freddie Joy Floyd. I was about to say Freddie Joe Floyd, yeah. That that's who I was introduced to in, in the in the in nineteen ninety six. Um at, at this point I had you know, I've heard of Smoky Mountain and uh, the USWA but had never actually watched it. Uh you know, it wasn't until uh after a couple of years later, like 97, 98, that I started going back to all these other uh, indies. Because, you know, in, you know in, during the attitude, you still come, you know, in those years, you start coming up to see all these guys and say, oh, well, he worked here, he worked there. And then, you know, because uh, you know, all these other places were sort of like developmental places for WWE at one point. They were working together in some fi- uh, fashion. So, as these guys come out of these places and come back, and they're like, oh, well, now I want to go back and see and all this stuff. So, but yeah, when I first 
ever saw him. And then I, I saw, you know, then I then I watch ECW and I'm I'm watching uh you know this group, the FBI, and I'm like, that looks like Freddie Joy Floyd. I was like, wait a minute, no, hold on then I you know, I, I I did I did my homework and was like, wait a minute, that's uh that that was just not, that's that's Tracy's mother. So yeah, yeah. So that that was my introduction, a funny introduction to to Tracy Smothers. But uh, passed away at age fifty or fifty eight, uh, young, I guess, for a person. But uh, he he lived a life, um, and. Yeah, like you said, Eric, definitely apparently has impacted so many people in more ways than we all knew, maybe. Maybe we did. I don't know. Some people maybe did, but I, don't know. I definitely didn't realize just the impact that he's, he's had in so many, uh, in so many people's careers. But, yeah, I mean, I think he, he wrestled up to last year. Yeah, he was yeah. he was wrestling some last year, and he I was, I mean with COVID and everything, but he was battling cancer also. So right. once COVID hit, he definitely you know didn't want to be around if he could help it. No. So uh, our you know condolences again to the uh, family of friends of one Tracy's mothers, and uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure uh, he'll he'll continue to get tributes um, over the next uh, few weeks, and I, I'm sure that Lee uh, will do something on on Friday night. You know, the opening show like they usually do, or the middle of the show somewhere, or a little, you know, somewhat salute they usually do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, this past weekend, which I totally forgot, uh, there were a lot of stuff happening this weekend. I forgot, uh, Bound for Glory was happening, and I forgot, uh, that Hell in a Cell was happening. That definitely <laughs> came out of nowhere. Uh, so we get to make our predictions for either show. I will say this thing about Impact. Um, I don't know what we're going to watch. But we were bound for something, and thankfully, we we glorious what we got, especially at the end of the show. Uh, here, here's here's a rundown of the matches. Uh, Raju defeat, you know, successfully def- defended his uh, X Division Championship. Uh, Rhino won the uh, Call Your Shot Gauntlet match, so. Uh, he is now a full-time employee for Impact. Neither of them will lose their potential jobs with Impact Wrestling. So uh, he gets to uh, gets to feed his kids now. Uh, Moose defeated EC3. Ken Shamrock defeated Eddie Edwards. Of course, Ken Shamrock coming off of his uh, induction into the Impact Hall of Fame. Um, the North uh, won uh, the uh, Impact World Tag Team Championships. 
and we got the return of the one, the only, the undead Sue Young, as she now became the new knockouts champion. Uh, and uh, making a miracle return, healed from possible um, uh, possible retirement, looking like injury, career-ending injury. Rich Swan uh, defeated Eric Young to become the new Impact World Champion. So, uh, yeah, uh, quite a uh, an ending, and uh, the uh, Swan Young House has got to be the happiest of all this uh, this week. Yeah, big parties there, I would assume. Um... But uh, yeah, Sue Young coming in when Kylie was was pulled from the event last minute. Um, they still haven't really made a state official statement about about why um, Kylie Ray, who had earned the number one contendership, was not there. But Sue Young was and gets the championship. Um, you know, returning after Deanna Perazzo had had broken Susie's arm, and uh, you know, the, once you hurt Susie, Sue Young comes to to. To pay the to make you pay for your uh, your sins. So, from my understanding, it's not that they pulled Kylie; she just no called, no showed. Um, I well, I had heard that, and then I had heard that she was there, and they told her last, and then they pulled her last minute. So, I heard both stories. Yeah, wait, I'm not wait, wait. at this point sure what to believe. Are, are you saying that? It is likely that Kylie lost her smiley. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that because um, I, th- I think Kylie is going through a lot of um, mental issues. Personal I don't want to, yeah, personal stuff. I don't want to speculate or any of that, but, you know. I just hope that she's okay, and you know, yeah. Um, but Kylie's loss is one of our favorites. Gain and Sue Young is now a two-time Knockouts champion, well deserved. And Rich Swan is finally, finally, finally a world champion, and well deserved there as well. Um, Impact's making a lot of right moves. Absolutely. Um, I definitely think so, too. I really uh, enjoy I mean, it was... I, I think, to me, it's definitely a great, um, great way to end the show. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, we can even. I, 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 I'm able to still forget that you know we had a appearance of uh, Swoggle there. Um, hmm. Yeah, well, you know, you take the good and the bad, I guess. Yeah. Um, see, the thing is, people forget when when you take out the trash, you actually have to dump the trash. Yeah. Not, not leave it in the trash can. Yeah, well, that's how yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan became the TV champ, became the you know TV champion. 
People just don't know how to throw away the trash. They didn't. They didn't throw the. They didn't dump the trash can. Yeah. Clean out your trash cans, people. Please clean out yeah. your trash cans. Let that be a lesson learned. Uh, but no, I definitely. I mean, look. I I think that this show already was getting hype because. Uh, you know, I think that the, the Rich Swan injury story and big bad area young returning, I think that was definitely a big um a big story going into into the show. And of course, uh the the women killing it like always. And with Ken Shamrock's uh in, induction into the Hall of Fame and being inducted by you know the rock. Via satellite or video of course, via satellite, recorded yeah. message. Of course, it's uh, yeah. via satellite. It's the Rock, okay? Well, the, the Rock is also not going to appear at any non WWE show. I don't think not live. He'll he'll do a video, but I I don't think he was ever going to entertain the idea of showing up. Uh, also, the, the Rock. Does, what's the point of having the Rock in a when there's no fans? You know what I'm saying? It's like you say that from mm. fans. You know, so plus, yeah, the rock would have cost a lot more money if he showed up. Well, that's, uh, a, that's of course true, yeah. too. Yeah, you know, because well, the rock flies in, he probably has his own plane that he makes other people pay for. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I like the north getting the tag team championships back. Uh, and... so is there, well, there was a rumor about Alex Shelley getting injured. Is that, and was that kind of anybody hear anything else about that? I think I have not, because I, I saw the spot that everybody was talking about, and it legitimately looked like he got injured. Yeah. So. Well, he was saying on Twitter that like, thanks to the you know, because his his real his shoot job is is in the medical field, and so he was saying like through his training in the medical field, like he was able to kind of recognize that he was hurt um, and was kind of able to kind of take him out of the himself out of the situation a little bit to not further injure himself but i didn't really catch quite what the extent of the injury was yeah yeah i'm not sure now i will say i always thought that uh the machine guns uh would be short-lived in impact and not saying that they would they wouldn't be there for the long run, but I just didn't think they, at least their title run was not going to be long. I did not expect that uh, to be the case. So I'm not surprised the title changed, but no, I hadn't heard anything about an injury. But hopefully, speedy recovery. Uh, yeah, I know. I uh, love to see him back on uh, um, AWE. Unhealthy. Well, well. See, that becomes now that AWE's got a TV deal, that becomes a complicated issue. You know, they had several people that had been. You know, Eddie Kingston was a regular with AWE. Now he's with AEW. You know, I don't know what people's deals keep them from doing and don't keep them from doing. So that's something that we'll have to see how that develops um, with Shelley with with Eddie Kingston, you know, and, and possible others that, that were kind of regulars with AWE, do they, ha- do they have deals that restrict them from doing, doing other television? We'll have to, I, I don't right. know. That's all, it's all above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but definitely an interesting situation because, uh, you know, it's, it's a, they're, you know, they're independent contractors, but, you know, yeah. they, they're not allowed to work anywhere else, right? Yeah, so that's well, yeah. Weird. Uh, we kind of, I, I think I kind of got into a rant a week or two ago about all these things, so I'm not going to, but, yeah, it's it's definitely weird, but, I mean, you know, hey, uh, to all those who, who are able to get have that success, uh, yeah, my props, uh, hopefully, uh, but, yeah, really, really exciting. Uh, a really exciting show. Um, I will say, I think, especially the way it ended, I think it, it definitely put things together. Because, I don't know, I'm very down most of the time on Impact. So, yeah, to say the least. You know, and for the shows to actually end on a good note for me, it's usually not the case. So, you know. And then we they had a always... murder on Impact. Oh, yeah, I mean, then we had a murder on Impact. Yeah, yeah. With Johnny Bravo getting but that was, that was a good, I mean, that was a good thing because it kind of takes him away from the TV show for a while. But it's also a bad thing because being there's a storyline, we're going to see a lot, a lot about, about it. Yeah. Exactly. So. Well, if, you, if he got murdered, I, I would hope he's gone for a long time because, you know... Yeah, this he's dead, dead unless he goes to the <laughs> undead realm and stuff. This yeah. oh, man got murdered and was resurrected like a week later, okay? Yeah, a few weeks later, he was back true. on TV again. So, or a day and then later, he had the McMahon's million no, where the, yeah. where the whole stage there. collapsed and he fell and it fell on him and then he like was okay after a little while right. and they just never made a mention of it. Yeah, so resurrections can come sooner than later. Unfortunately. Well, we go to glory, and then we go to hell. Not any hell. Hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. Uh, okay, so here we go. In uh, in your pre-show match, R-Truth defeated Drew Gulak to uh, retain the 24-7 championship. Which, by the way, I still get a kick out of this thing. I I know that it was going to be a joke. I think, though, putting R-Truth as the main character of the whole gimmick, hilarious. I think the fact that he is the, 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 the main character of all this makes it so good. I think he's such a special comedic relief talent at that he makes this work so much that it actually feels entertaining. Like it's one of the funniest things I find doing Raw or SmackDown or whatever he shows up. Because he's just like the goofiest things at the randomest most times, you know. It's just like in the middle of somebody else's match, something backstage, you know, somewhere outside of somewhere, you know, in, in locations unknown and it's just like I don't know. I, I get totally amused to this day by the 24-7 title. Yeah. Um, and, and and what's shocking to me is the man's, what, 50? Um, and he's still one of the most entertaining, if not the most entertaining person on WWE television. Like, it, it's hard to picture him now as – 
you know, Ron the Truth Killings back in NWA TNA when he was one of the most dominant uh, wrestlers on their um, heavyweight division at a time. Um, but yeah, I love the 24-7, I-95 South European television champion. Well, that was just a pre-show match, y'all. Yes, but it was just a note I thought that about the, but just a, a side note I had about the twenty-four-seven title. I feel like I mean, is yeah. so underrated though. Yeah. Like a it, lot of it, people don't give him his due. Yeah, I no, but you know what? Some people, but you know, the WWE does. I mean, they find value in him, and this is the goofiest of goofy gimmicks and ridiculous. I mean, I think. When it first was introduced to now, I mean, everybody thinks it's a joke and doesn't make sense, but it is just some of the most entertaining stuff that actually happens in the show. It's kind of like, it you know, when it's it's kind of like I understand that they meant to do something with it, but thing is, when you push something to try to be funny and it doesn't come out funny, this is one of those things where like, okay, well, let's try this. And it, it actually comes up and it's really funny. Uh, those are the, the those are the times where like things work when when you make something allow it to be organically funny, you know, kind of like the new thing they had one intent for it, but now it's become this other thing. I mean, who needed a championship that would have cha- that changed hands 114 times in uh, less than two years, year and a half, you know, to this day, you know. It's, they they have over I think almost thirty thirty champion different champions, um, so including a pregnant woman, a city mayor, and you know Santa Claus, and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, well, we're talking about the good ones. Yeah, we're talking about the good um, ones. Uh, even an NBA player won this championship. So, yeah. Who won? Huckles. Uh, Ennis K- Cantor. Oh, I forgot that Cantor won it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, wait, and Kyle Busch, wasn't he? Isn't he a NASCAR race car person? Yeah. Yeah. I Think? thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball. People from across I mean, the basketball, sports world. Football. Yeah. Across the sports world. Are all this, clamoring uh-huh. for the twenty four seven championship. It transcends everything, but yeah, yeah. All right, back to the show. Uh, Hell in the cell. Uh, we kicked off, and but the fact that we kicked off with this match, I thought maybe, just maybe, they were gonna end up end with the women, and I probably would have, you know, see how everything else turned out. Uh, but Roman Reigns. That chief, the tribal chief, um, and the head of the Anoya family, Noe family, uh, defeated Jay Uso as uh, he made him quit as he was choking out his brother Jimmy. This storyline has been probably the best thing that WWE has put out this year. Um, 
kudos to whoever's writing this because it's damn near perfect television. Um, I, I just I just want to uh, go on record and apologize to Roman Reigns. Um, he is the tribal chief, and I can't believe I ever doubted it. I mean, it was a heck of a fight, but yet again, it was Jey Uso was just outmatched by Roman. Um, and apparently, not only do they have to acknowledge him as the tribal chief, but uh, their immediate the Usos' immediate families are exiled um, from the Anoy family. So that's a, a bit stranger of a um, stipulation than we've had. But you know, you get a hell in a cell, I quit match. You get multiple stipulations and, and everything. I guess that shows that anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. I mean, look, it doesn't get any any more of a big deal. The fact that Afa and Sika were there live to acknowledge uh, Roman Reigns as the tribal chief. I mean, you know, that, that basically, like, to me, is like, wow. I mean, they're there. They're like, yeah, Usos, you kids, you know, young boys don't know any better. Here we are. We we, we started this whole entire thing. You know, we, you know, with Chief Peter Maria and others. But, yeah, it's like we're, we're, we're the current heads of, of the family. And he is the tribal chief. He is the head of the family. I thought that was a nice touch, a nice way to end it. We see Afonsika give him that uh, the necklace that they also were wearing, basically saying, you're up here with us. They're down there. And, yeah, that was a very nice touch to get bring him over to make that happen. So let me Can ask we'll just... this. Do you yeah. think this ends with, with um, Roman Rocket Mania? I think, I, mean, Roman, I think The Rock has too much to lose by competing in WWE. Yeah. If he gets hurt, if he gets damaged at any any way, shape, or form, you know, it risks his movie career. It risks it pushes back possible filming of feature films. Um, you know, he when he fought uh John Cena the first time he he injured himself. He tore a bunch of he tore several muscles mm-hmm. and that ended up pushing back filming on stuff. He makes too much money that WWE would have to pay him to match what he's doing. I don't think that he'll come back. I think that's where the best story goes for wrestling fans is that it's him versus The Rock. The Rock's even tease like, oh, yeah, I should fight Roman just to get people talking. But I don't think it's going to happen. And see, I think I could agree with you on that if it was anybody else but Roman. But I think for family, um, you never know. Uh, do I want that match at Mania? No, because I don't ever want to see Dwayne on my television again. Um, but I, I can see it being the direction to go. Listen, The Rock was with Roman one time and got booed out of the building. He didn't show up to WWE TV or acknowledge Roman for over a year. Um, so he definitely is going to put business first. So Roman didn't uh, – he didn't acknowledge Roman as his tribal chief either? 
Uh, well, no, this is back when he wasn't the tribal chief. Um, so I, I definitely think it could be possible, but it's like, yeah, like I said, that he has so much to lose, and it's not part of his deals where he can't wrestle if he's got a movie coming up that he's in production. So the stars have to align. This has to be something that needs to be planned over a year in advance. And it needs to be when The Rock literally has no projects right after WrestleMania. Yeah. Because he can, yeah. he can take the time to train to get mm-hmm. back into res- into wrestling shape and get back, get used to wrestling again. Exactly. And then have that time afterwards to heal in case he does get hurt. Right. Well, because the thing you about know that, he's, for WrestleMania, you're going to go all out. You're not going to. You're not going to kind of shy away if you're afraid to hurt yourself. Well, Hollywood shut down anyway, so uh, not anymore. Not necessarily. Back. And by the time WrestleMania comes back, they won't be. Hopefully, yeah. You know, hopefully the world will be back to normal by WrestleMania time next year. Now, if, if plans, if, if rumors are true, and they switch uh, WrestleMania from LA to Tampa next year. I could see them plan for possibly doing something in L.A. in 2022. But again, the stars have to align. They have to make it work. I would just like to go on record as as saying that uh, there is no movies on the production line of Dwayne right now. His last movie was Jumanji. But that doesn't mean there there won't be. Yeah, well, I'm he's just got, saying he's Hollywood got, shut down. He's, yeah, he's got a he's TV. Got a, well, he's got a TV show that he just signed to do. What? Uh, okay. Games? No, about his oh, own. the Young Rock. Okay, yeah. The, the Young Rock, Older Rock, and Him Rock. It's like three stages of rock. Yeah, oh. that's not going to be watched in this household. No, oh. no, not at all. I, I I would watch it because you know. That's what I do. I do it for the rock. I do it for the people. Um, But no, I mean, he's currently filming a movie. And look, uh, didn't they announce that they're just doing one more Fast and Furious movie? And he's probably going to be in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not going to come out between now and April. They haven't even. No, but it's going to be production. The, the, pro, yeah. the, the issue is that when a movie comes out, it's when they're filming it, which right. that's what they can chunk. Which they're so, not filming it between now and WrestleMania because Hollywood is shut yeah. down. Well, they're, but Hollywood will open up appear. as soon as they can. Yeah. He's definitely going to open appear. up as soon as they can, so he's not going to appear. He's he didn't appear for Impact. Come on. He's currently filming a movie for Netflix called Red Notice. So... Hollywood's not shut down anymore. Yeah. yeah. TV shows are all coming back. They have started coming back this month. So it's slowly but surely coming back. And yeah. But alas. Um, what else? Yeah. That's it. Good match. Great, uh, maybe too long for my liking. But I really enjoyed uh, the story. I really liked the dominance of Roman. Uh, and 
it was a different finish with him choking out Jimmy, you know, and, you know, because Jay wasn't going to quit no matter what, but for his injured brother, you know, that just showed that he was willing to do anything for the family, which adds another layer to the story, right? Because, you know, yeah. he loves his family. He's willing to go come, you know, to, to quit and to give up for the family where Roman is willing to sacrifice everything and anything for his own glory. So it's a, it's, it's a nice touch there. And, of course, the ending uh, was fantastic, too. Uh, next up, Elias uh, defeats Jeff Hardy by disqualification because, uh, because yeah, because I guess they had to do that because apparently uh, people still walk with Elias. And, uh, I mean, somebody's yeah. trying to at least. Darn fools. Yep. Yep. Darn fools. Darn fools. That match was short enough for me to... Uh, to be okay with it, and he gave yeah. Jeff Hardy something to do, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I feel about they, everybody talking about his drinking issues and whatever not, but I can't imagine that they would be doing it without his okay, you know, because that's definitely a touchy subject. So, yeah, yeah, at least you would hope not. <laughs> yeah, he's not like uh, guys. I really appreciate if you stop talking about that, and they're just like, nope, nope. No. Uh, the uh, Money in the Bank contract was up for grabs as uh, Otis defended it against the Miz uh, after it was ruled uh, in court uh, by Judge Justin uh, Layfield, Bradshaw Layfield, uh, that mm-hmm. uh, you know after he saw the a proof. Uh, in in a that nobody got to see, there were there was proof in a as in a case uh, or whatever it's called in a briefcase that the judge saw that was enough for him to ju- judge in favor of uh, the miss, um, and that's how this match was made. Uh, because I guess when you don't have a uh, a commissioner or you know a general manager, you can uh, go to court. To get a match approved. All right. So the Miz got his match against uh, Otis. And uh, Tucky, Tucky, Tucky betrayed Otis, uh, turning his back on him. uh, And the Miz capitalized to defeat Otis. And uh, the Miz is now a two time money in the bank contract holder. So yeah, when was the last time that somebody lost the Money in the Bank? Was it like Mr. Kennedy losing it to Edge? Was that was the last say, time somebody I, lost I, I think that was the only case? time before, yeah. Kennedy. Because wow. Kennedy won the money Kennedy won the match, but then he lost yeah, he lost the briefcase to Edge who cashed in later. Um yeah. I think that was the only other time. That's yeah, happened. I, I kept trying to think of another time that happened, and I could not. It's been defended a few times with Cena. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, not with Cena, I'm sorry, Dolph. Um, 
But yeah, I don't think it's ever been lost outside of with Kennedy. So yeah, all WWE's got to hold on. Anyways, they just got to hold on for a couple more days, and then he can cash in exactly eleven years to the date that he beat Randy Orton for the title in the Amway Center. No. Okay. It could happen again. Is that uh, what day of the week is that? I think it actually does fall on a Monday again. So it'll be Monday. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. What are the odds? And and I saw people talking about it on Twitter. Like they're like they're like, yeah, this 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 and this, but they're like WWE will never acknowledge that. And then the next day, Miz comes out and's like, yeah, so I've already done this at the exact same place at the exact same date. So who knows? And I was I just thought it was funny because everybody was like, WWE will never acknowledge that. And then they yeah, well, I mean, WWE usually doesn't acknowledge like yeah. things that specific. You know, I mean, they do sometimes, but most of the time they just kind of let it let it pass and don't really don't really take the time to to play it into a story or anything. Yeah, because it was kind of like when they um, what was it that they like? Um, wow, words are hard, y'all. Um, when when we were all speculating about the fiends sending people back to older personas, and then. Yeah, people were like WWE is not smart enough to acknowledge that, and then all of a sudden WWE was smart enough to acknowledge it. So maybe they're starting to listen to us a little bit. Sure. Ah, uh, you can uh, wish. Yeah. November twenty yeah. second, two thousand eleven is when, or two thousand ten is when the Miz cashed in Money in the Bank in the Amway Center on Randy Orton. November twenty second is Survivor Series. Okay. Now, it wouldn't be far-fetched because, you know, The Fiend could attack Randy Orton post-match, leave him laying, and then that's when, uh, I mean, it's a great way, right? comes out or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought this was going to happen Monday. Yeah. Uh, Not not that soon. Well, the fact that Miz acknowledged it, you know, the whole show – made me think that, yeah, it was definitely not going to. But, yeah, I think that it's definitely a possibility. It definitely would be huge. Um, with also the Amway Center, uh, you know, the contract with WWE ending on the 24th, mm-hmm. uh, it's also very interesting. Uh, but, you know, this is going to be the, the last time that they'll be able to be there. Before, um, before they gotta go, so it, it, this is well, the chance. Well, do you think, think they, they renew the? Do you think they renew the Amway Center, or is Amway no, not gonna allow it? They they renewed it to the twenty fourth because it was originally till the end of October. They renewed it to yeah. the twenty fourth, but now the Amway Center it's needed for uh, other some, sports and stuff. Other, yeah. Some other sport. I can't remember. I what feel it was. like I feel like this is where WWE is like, all right, friends, we've waited long enough. It's time to go back on tour, guys. You would, you hope so. We hope so. He, hope, he would hope so. Tickets. I mean, Vince would hope so. He can make that money. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Vince is Vince is hoping for it more than I am. I don't. I mean, my tickets are still here regardless. So 
Um, <laughs> I'm sure Vince wants that live event revenue. Yeah, well, he just wants to go back to Saudi Arabia so he can get like all that money goes, that he so was getting get that for big it. money. Yeah. Mm. They're looking, apparently, I saw something about Crown Jewel, another Crown Jewel coming up in, at the end of November. Yeah, that's something they're definitely looking at. Uh, but yes, uh, the match was short and fun. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good move with the Miz winning it because he was a better um, he was a better option for this type of thing. I think Otis was never going to cash in. Let's be yeah. honest. He was never going to win the championship. Uh, this will work better with Miz. Than- I still don't understand why he won it. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, look. Everybody, yeah, I mean, it's worked out. Everybody got excited. Everybody got excited yeah. when he did because it was a speculation that anybody can win it. Anybody could get it and cash in versus, oh, it's got to be the usual guys getting title shots. So I think that was the aspect that everybody want, liked. And people thought it was fun and exciting and different at the time, and they liked it. But they yeah, they definitely didn't want to see him cash in and become champion. Right. But look, the kids enjoy Otis. Uh, I have a friend who whose kid love Otis. Uh, and, you know, they got little Otis lunchboxes, money to bank lunchboxes mm. that they can sell. And, you yeah, know, that's true. And, you know, they... they I saw them uh, also advertising pork grinds. Otis pork rinds, yeah. Yeah, so I like. I'm like, uh, it, it definitely is is a thing um, that I saw um, hmm. that they're doing. Uh, but yeah, I thought, why not? Um, Hey, uh, capitalize on and the fact that he is definitely popular with with the kids and the youngins. People like a funny dancing fat man. Yeah, we knew it was going to come sooner. We knew it was coming sooner or later. The funny dancing fat guy was coming back. Okay, if we had known, we probably would have put our names on the uh, you know on the list to be funny dancing fat guys. Yeah. For sure. Why not? You know? <clears throat> we meet all the criteria. Folks, they were not funny, but... And Patrick doesn't dance. Yeah, that that's what would make it even better. Yeah, because uh, you'd be trying to dance, yeah. Yeah. Now, I like Tucker's turn. I think you know they're not going to be a, a focus as a tag team because right now they got Otis... They have plans for him. They got him going one way. The tag team's going nowhere. I think it's a good way. I like the. I, I kind of do like Tucker's look, and I kind of like his attitude. And I think that he could get a good run as a as a heel if done right. Until they decide to make him a funny dancing fat guy too. <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, the Hell in a Cell match for the women's ch- SmackDown Women's Championship, where uh, the women beat the crap out of each other. Um, they really yeah. did. They, they, did, they, they really definitely did. They of each other. Uh, you you would have thought they didn't like each other in real life. Uh, they I know. beat the heck out of each other. 
but of course, we finally got uh, the moment we've been waiting for all year long. Sasha Banks defeated Bailey to become the new WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. I mean, it's a heck of a match. Uh, you know, easily my match of the night, but I anticipated it as such. Looking at the rest of the card, that it would be a match of the night. Knowing what these women can do, knowing what they've done in the past, and knowing that they knew that they had to up the ante every single time. Um, so you knew they were going to do some crazy stuff uh, this match, and they definitely did. Yeah, it was my favorite match of the night as well. Um just barely beating out uh, Jay and Roman. Um, I loved it. I've been waiting for this moment since it's kind of first been hinted at at WrestleMania, um, even before WrestleMania, really. Um, it's just convenient that it happens the week before the Mandalorian re redebuts. So um, let's get that cross-promotion with Disney, WWE. Let's go. Yeah, uh, also my match of the night as well. Um, no surprise there. Uh, it was a really interesting storyline. Uh, the really what they do well and very well is when they take they long term storylines. You know, that you invest yeah. in. I mean, I understand we live in a day and a time where like long stories aren't the thing anymore. But man, when they go back and do them, it, they feel extra special and extra well done. And this has been a storyline that, for whatever reason, we have been waiting for, and we got it, uh, and we finally saw the payoff, and it'll still probably continue going for a while longer. Um, but yeah, it just I think like everybody knew that this was going to be the the way that it was going to end up, but nobody cared. It's, it's kind of like, okay, you know, it's like, spoiler alert, this is how it's going to end. But nobody cared because everybody wanted to see it happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people were invested in the story, and everybody just wanted to see how they were going to get there. Um, you know, and may have been delayed because of COVID, or those were the plans for whatever reason. I don't care. Uh, I loved it. I enjoyed it, uh, and, and I'm happy for it. Yeah, I, I, I'm all about it uh, and fun. Uh, so they said the hurt business decided that they were going to give some hurting to somebody, and they made a um, a challenge. Bobby Lashley would defend his United States Championship. They picked a random opponent uh, at Slapjack. Um, and yeah, Slapjack got slapped around by uh, Bobby Lashley. In, uh, I mean, he got thrown minutes. around by him. He got thrown yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Bobby Lashley retains the United States Championship in, uh, in a very brief match. Uh, but yeah. that's 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 all we got to say about that because there's nothing mm-hmm. else to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, at the end of the night, we end up with uh, Randy Orton defeating Drew McIntyre uh, in uh, the longest match of the night. This definitely felt too long. Uh, it's funny well, it because was our, it was our third thirty-minute. I want to sell yes. match. 
That's true. Uh, I think, yeah. I think any. I, th- I think maybe that was by uh, design. They they didn't want us to feel like the other two matches were too long, so they waited yeah. for this one to be the one that too long. But then again, you know, I feel like these days Randy Orton matches feel too long. I love Randy Orton. Uh, Don't get me yeah. wrong. I love Randy. I love the character. I love his wrestling. But you know, I mean, you think about his matches with Edge. I mean, maybe they were just trying. To Make Edge make up for lost time. I don't know, but they were still a lot. Um, I, mean, I think there there were so many matches still happening. Uh, somewhere, even, somewhere in some dimension, it's still happening. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, Randy Orton defeated Drew McIntyre. Was that the right call? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I like Drew as champion. But eventually, the hero's got to lose to the to the villain. Well, if rumors are to be trusted, which you never can, um, we're building up to Randy Orton versus Edge at WrestleMania, so Edge can get one more run with the title. Mm. So that means Randy holds it for that long. Wow! All right. I, I feel like Miz beats Orton for it at some point, and then he. And then Orton gets it Orton back. Gets it back. Edge wins the Rumble. We we blow off the feud at Mania. Or what mm. if? What if? Miz cashes in and doesn't win. Well, no, no. I say, what if Mish cashes in, wins the belt? Randy, con- uh, Randy Edge comes back, beats him for the mat title, and then and then he, he defends against yeah. Orton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. Are we gonna get? But, are we gonna give Orton the seventeen-time rub too? I mean, look, might as well. Uh, is he the one that's gonna break the, the? The is he gonna break the record? That's the biggest question, right? Is Randy Orton the one that's going to break the record? Because it doesn't seem I mean, like Cena's coming back anytime soon. Definitely not. He belongs to I mean, Hollywood now, folks. Yep, he's Hollywood, John Cena. Yep. He he definitely has long hair and wow us all. Yeah. But yeah, I mean thing is also he has I mean he's still relatively young. I mean he's only 40, 40 years old. So he could still wrestle another ten years if he stays absolutely. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is that he probably would have already broken the record if it hadn't been for the fact that for, I think, the last uh, five years, he, has, he hasn't needed the title. Yeah. You know? He needed it to take it off of Bray Wyatt in 16, which was stupid. But yeah, whatever. So that was when you didn't like Orton, but now you do like Orton. No, I just thought that that was stupid. That they uh, finally gave Bray the momentum and then took it away a month later. That's because it's Bray. That was when he was in. That was when he was injury prone. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but he wasn't injured. It was a sad day. I do like the callbacks that they're doing with that though. And the the fiend uh, Orton potential storyline. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, before we get to that, so, okay. Um, 
what grade do you guys give the show? Based on the women's match alone and the other matches being, you know, all pretty solid, I would say like a B plus. I'm going primarily on the women's well. match, but but some of the other matches like didn't really wow me. You know, Elias and Jeff Hardy, Bobby Lashley throwing around slapjack. Like they're not they're not five star matches. They're not big 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 matches. They were just kind of there to fill in between the Hell in a Cell matches, basically. Yeah. Um, but they were short yeah, enough. So, yeah, they they were short that's enough. True. So they could, they get credit for that. So yeah, that's true. I I, I give it a, a B plus as well. Yeah, I'll give it to Daniel Bryan. Because he's a B-plus player? We, he we was. Get you, we get yeah. you a joke. It just wasn't funny. It just wasn't funny. It hasn't been yeah. funny in a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, he was a B-plus player in like 2012, okay? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, he proved to all that. I mean, he, he defeated all three members of Evolution... In one night. One night. Who else can say that? I can't say that. Can you say that? Not unless we're talking video games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, B plus all right. So, that brings us to the next night. Uh, and uh, the... Uh, the the show has been set. We get a six, so far a six match uh, card for the Survivor Series. Uh, Team Raw, uh, which currently is going to be uh, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, and Sheamus, and two more members to be determined versus Team SmackDown in a five on five men's match. Uh, then a five on five women's match with Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and uh, Lana versus T. Smackdown to be determined. Uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, the United States champion, will face off against Intercontinental champion Sami Zayn, as long as they're still champions. Uh, The New Day uh, will be wrestling the Street Profits uh, in the Champions versus Champions match, as long as uh, that's still, uh, that's still a thing. Uh, they're still champions. Oscar against Sasha Banks. Yeah. Women's champion against one women's more time. Do match. it again. All right, do let's it again. do it. All. Let's time. do it every time. You know. Yep. Um, and Randy Orton versus the Trial Chief. Listen to me. Roman Reigns destroys Randy Orton. Then post match, the Fiend shows up and destroys Randy even more. What better time than than that for uh, as we were saying for the Miz to cash in? It's just the writing's on the wall. It could happen. It could very well happen. But man, that whole fiend Alexa Bliss pairing. Yeah, I'm all for it. As I said, as I said before, I'm a Fiend fan now. I still hate Bray Wyatt. I like the Fiend. Only because Alexa made him actually better this time. Kudos to the goddess of the daily. 
Junio, that's all he needed. Who knew? Who knew? To win Patrick's love and affection. Eric, any of these matches sound any exciting to you? I mean, Survivor Series will be good. Um, we're kind of touting Undertaker's 30-year anniversary, too, from from the poster. So it'll be interesting. So you think Undertaker shows up and does something and they give a special shout-out or whatever? Because I, I don't know if imagine he'll show he would wrestle. Up. Yeah, I don't know if he'll show up or wrestle. I doubt he wrestles. But, I mean, the, the poster on Wikipedia is... Uh, His Undertaker 30 years. Undertaker or 30 yeah. years, yeah. So I'm going to assume that they'll be doing something in regards since it is 30 years that he um, yeah. did his debut. Yeah. Definitely. Um, oh, well, it'll be fun. Uh, I, so before we get to the main event of the evening. Uh, it was announced that uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which we already said is back for two nights next year, uh, well, uh, it now ha- has been announced that uh, they will uh, they will they will only allow twenty thousand people in attendance for okay. each show. Hmm. So of course I know I think so they, still they, a much reduced. I think the Tokyo yeah, Dome can do like what thirty five or something. Uh, no, I think like fifty. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, only twenty thousand because you know they got things to you know they got regulations and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, interesting for those 20,000. I don't know if they're going to allow um, fans, international fans this year or not. That's always one of the big things is can't, you know, they sell tickets to domestically before they sell tickets internationally. Yeah, that's definitely going to be um, quite uh, the mystery. Um it's still going to be a great show, and people are still going to sh- uh, tune in and watch. Uh, oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting uh, interesting thing here. Uh, but, yeah, 20,000 people, which, hey, it even opens up the door. Will we have fans at WrestleMania? I hope so. I'll be there. But we shall yeah. see. All right. Halloween Havoc 2000. 2000. We're back at WCW 2000 just for Patrick. Eric, just because you hate, other than you hate me, why did you choose the show? Because you make me watch 94, so I'm going to make you watch 2000. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we're being honest. Well, since we, you know, we're at a standstill. For next month, since we all agreed to watch all four World War Three pay per views, and there was none in 1994 and none in 2000, bless the Lord. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait for Starcade. Yes, Starcade 2000 had one of the best WCW matches on it. So. Oh my God! I just realized. I'm going to be watching Starkid 2000 
in, in two months. Wow. Wilds and Starcade 2000. I don't even remember it off the top of my head. It was the Jung Dragons versus Courageous and um, Noble versus Three Count in that ladder match. Oh, uh, okay. Where they tried to kill each other. Yeah, um, yeah that's... Uh... That the insiders, right, won the tag team championships, if I remember correctly. Probably. So, and hey, Terry Funk, all right. Shooting. <laughs> well, good thing we're starting with uh, Starcade 1994, so you can watch Hulk Hogan versus The Butcher. Oh, yeah, goodness. And Actually, that might be the week that I'm out because I'll uh, be going to Disney World. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why can you still do the show from Disney World? Because I'll be driving to Orlando that Thursday night. So what you you're saying? Yeah. So you're saying is you can do it from the car? Yeah. No. Just put the car on speaker and do it. Yeah. Yes, and annoy the shit out of the person that I'm going with for three hours. Oh, you fun. Yeah, why not? They don't okay, mind. So, they can take a nap. So what you're saying is, what you are saying truly is that you want to record on a Wednesday night. Yeah. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't be opposed to that. All right. What day is this? Let's look at a um, calendar real quick. I mean, I'm going. My first day at Disney is going to be the 5th, so I'm driving down the day before. The Friday before? De- December the 5th. Yeah, so I will be in... So you're driving on Friday the 4th? No, I'm sorry, the 4th. I'm, I was looking at the November calendar because I'm stupid. I'll be driving down on December 3rd. My first day at Disney's the 4th. All right, so everyone listening, this show will be a recorded live. Wednesday edition. On Wednesday, December 2nd. Uh, how long are you at Disney, by the way? Huh? How long are you in Disney? I'll be there from the 3rd to the 7th. Okay. When is the NXT show scheduled for tentatively? The 11th. Okay. So you wouldn't miss it if it actually does happen. All right. Well, all right. Okay. So this is, uh, as we, instead of Russo's Revenge, Eric's Payback. There you go. Um, That's what we're going to call it. so yeah, Starcade. Oh, Starcade. Did I say Starcade? Yes. Um, Halloween shoot. Havoc. Halloween Havoc. Uh, 2000. Uh, of course, this comes right after uh, Full Brawl, which, which we watched. Uh, we did cover last week. So, or not last week, but last month. Um, so yeah, literally the week that the the Literally, the month after the next pay-per-view, uh, Filthy Animals and the Natural Born Thrillers are, you know, uh, still, still fighting. fighting each other and also the Misfits in action. Uh, so we kick off with the Natural Born Thrillers, Jindrek uh, and O'Hare, uh, defending the uh, their World Tag Team Championships against uh, Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio and... The Boogie Nights of Disco that. and Alex Wright. Yeah, uh, a bald headed Alex Wright. Yeah, well, you know, because he couldn't. It was post Berlin, right? It was yeah. after Berlin, after he shaved exactly. his head for Berlin, right? 
Yeah. Because right. so AWOL went, beca- the wall became AWOL, and then Alex Wright yeah. just kept that bald head. Yeah. So, uh, absolutely, yeah. I thought the Boogie Nights was really fun and entertaining. Uh, so, yeah, that was about the the funnest thing on, on this match. I mean, I don't dude, know. Jindrak and, and O'Hare are beasts, dude. They are yeah, absolute yeah. beasts. And Sean Ton Bomb is always on point. They do the – yeah, especially against cruiserweights, basically. They look mm-hmm. like beasts against Billy and Ray Ray. And uh, they – I mean, doing the double beal from the floor in on Kidman and eventually hitting the Sean Ton Bomb, which was always just absolutely on point, beautiful, devastating. Um, the thrillers look looked outstanding. And the, the best combination of the thrillers – I didn't like O'Hare and Palumbo as much as I did Jindrak. And oh, I, I I didn't like that at all. Yeah, Jindrak yeah. and O'Hare was the money in that team. Yeah, I don't understand why they ever switched it, but uh, I don't uh, even understand how WWE couldn't lock in the money with Sean O'Hare. They tried kind of, and they didn't really do. Mu- it locked him in, but they didn't really do much with him because he ended up being like Roddy Piper's little like sidekick for that thing with Mr. America but even then he was like a daredevil kind of guy like or what I don't, I don't even he I don't was even like he was the, he was the was. whole he was the whole devil for a little bit like where he was trying to influence other people that's right like bad the things. devil's advocate yeah okay. yeah that's and then I'm he went say. on velocity and was like the king of velocity for a while where he would just every he was always in the main event of velocity and he'd always win yeah I remember yeah. that now. It's a shame. O'Hare was a good. He 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 was really good. Yeah. Uh, may he rest in peace. By the way, Mark Jindrak, he looks huge in person. Yeah, you saw him in person um, recently. Uh, was it two years ago having dinner with uh, 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 with uh, La Parca. His son, Ricardo, that's MLW owner, and uh, Jindrak was in town. And I guess since he heard that uh, uh, that Mr. Tapio was in town, he came and stopped by and uh, said hello. And uh, he sat with us for a little bit. Uh, So, yeah. All right. That's That's a fun story. Big, Big dude. Yeah, not bad. Quite, quite the eclectic uh, dinner table. I never thought I'd be in. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, I yeah. mean, nineteen ninety seven. Patrick was like screaming, it was like, what? Like, you know, like yeah, at the table like, yeah. table with Pat with Laparca. Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm like, yeah. Let's just play it cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the. I mean, I I can't imagine his son is older than me, so. Like I'm the third mm-hmm. oldest person in this, this table right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, no. So yeah, uh, love them. I, I thought yeah, they definitely could have done so much more. Timing, I guess, was everything, and you know, WCW and Vince just didn't know what to do with have this roster. He had, he had too many people. He didn't know what he couldn't do anything with everybody. Yeah. yeah, and he favored wonder, his own guys over the WCW guys most of the time. I was about time, to so say, so that was the thing, too, was everybody always says that 
uh, Vince would just shit on the WCW people just because he was WCW. Yeah, because they weren't his guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only one yeah. really that broke that stigma was Book. Booker T. Yeah, was the was the was one of the few. Yeah. Well, also keep in mind that you know some of the older statesmen of WCW had friendships already with people in WC in WWE, right? Yeah. So we talk about like. Eddie and uh, well, they were Benoit. Dead, right. That's what I'm saying. Like these the guys, yeah. That, but that's the, what I'm saying. The natural like, born these guys thrillers were... came later. Yeah, but still, I'm just I'm saying though. Overall, they they were taken in, you know, easy. That's what, he was. He had more friends in the roster. These guys didn't. Well, yeah, because they were still the kind of business. Roster. Right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, fun match, good way to open it, uh, entertaining, uh, and yeah, I wish the second match though had lasted maybe half the time it did. Yeah, half. Yeah, it just kind of kept going. Like they each hit their finishers and then didn't go for pins. And I'm like, why aren't you guys going for pins? He hit the roll of the dice like through the. T- he hit the roll of the dice and he like didn't go for a pin. He went for tables. And I was like, what are you doing? Why didn't you just pin yeah. him on the apron? Yeah. Why didn't you, you miss the there? memo? Somebody Why'd missed you... the memo. Yeah. Why are you using your finish as like a setup move? Yeah. Nah. And then it ended up like this no DQ match ended up being thrown out because everybody interfered. I mean, no, no, this is the Reno won the match. Everybody yeah. Interfering. Yeah. Reno wins yeah. the match with the, with the roll, with the second time he hits the roll of the dice this time on. On a folded table, still. But yeah, it, it was a it was a match. Yeah, Reno, somebody I never match. got into. Yeah, Reno or he was, or he was Reno. always like jacked, but because he was like because he was kind of short, he kind of he kind of yeah. he seemed out of place with the rest of the natural born thrillers. And, yeah. and I will say this, like, because you know he was technically or came brought in as uh, a friend of Vito's. And Johnny yeah. and Bull, like at least with Johnny and the the Bull and with Vito, they were entertaining. Reno, yeah, they had the kind there. of gimmick a little bit. Yeah, Reno was just kind of like supposed to be the quiet muscle. Yeah, which which yeah, they didn't didn't do anything for me. Yeah, but then we go on to Misfits in Action versus the Perfect Event. Misfits, uh, more natural born thrillers in action. Uh, Stasiak and Palumbo this time. Yeah, that that was uh that was another fun match. I mean, I I will say though, um, this was like the free match though. It wasn't. It was because yeah. at the end of the tag match, um, all the beatdowns afterwards. That then they later signed this match and it became yeah, they said uh, this match. a match um, that wasn't advertised. It was not on the books originally, folks. Yeah, I. I could have done without this match. I mean, I feel well, like yeah, it, yeah, it would. Like it a, it were, there were a lot of matches on this show. Yeah, as as the Wikipedia shows us, eleven matches on this show. Um, several of them were kind of short, but this right. one I could have done without. Yeah, it would have been fine if this if I had if this match just not been on the show, I wouldn't have yeah. missed it. I mean, I feel like half the show was the natural born thrillers. The first half of the show felt like. Oh sure. The first half is a is a bunch of natural born thrillers. The first half was half the show. Mid card. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, so it was interesting. Uh, next up, uh, we got the filthy animals, Conan and Tigress versus Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson uh, in a uh, mixed tag team match. Yeah. And, and that also, just a ma- that was a match. It was pretty bad. I feel like he, like uh, the franchise uh, he hit his peak with um, with ECW and then when he came to WCW to try to sort of replicate the attitude yeah. but for some reason he just did not work well everybody else had that attitude at the time that was the problem is he brought that attitude in ECW when not as many guys were doing it. And then so many guys kind of started replicating that, that by the time he came to WCW, everybody's like, oh, that's old news, dude. Like, everybody's doing that now. You're not an original anymore. Yeah. I feel I feel like, man, he could have just thrived like he did in TNA when he was uh, managing with the Naturals. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? I can't remember. Yeah, he made yeah. yeah, he was at the Naturals for a little while. Then he was backstage announcer for a while with TNA. He had that feud with Raven as he was part of the, the Disciples of the New Church. Yeah. So uh, I feel like, yeah, he could have um, he could have done more uh, like on the mic, less on the... Uh, yeah, like he could have been the perfect coach to the natural born thrillers. Like, yeah. okay, while Mike Sanders was a decent spokesperson for the group, he never felt like a larger than life persona for me to really take him as the leader of the group. He was just laughing. I can see that. He was just the talker, yeah. Right. But I feel like, you know. Having somebody under their wing like a franchise would have worked so much better. Because then you have like, but the whole point was they were supposed to be the young guys who refuted the old generation. They bucked against the old generation and said, right. "No, we don't need you guys. We're better." Right, but so I to think have the they... franchise would have would have played against that. Sure, to an extent. I mean, Stacey wasn't that young. Yeah, but he was still right. seemed part of the group as a young yeah. guy, though. But you know, I think I, I while well, I get what you go with, I mean, yeah, I, I think they could have made it work at some point. You know, they could have had like Shane was young, you know. Yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah. So the whole Conan being injured thing, uh, you know, whatever Conan Tiger yeah. Swarm. Yeah. All right. Then we get a first, first blood, blood DNA, DNA match. match. <laughs> yes, it was a DNA match, and then it ended up being you found out that the rules were you had to make the guy bleed to be able to collect a DNA sample. Eric, how much did you love this match, and was it worth this to make me watch it? Uh, did I love it? No. Was it worth it? Yeah. David Flair was ugh. Just bad. Yeah, Daddy's all his dick was his dad's. Well, all fish. He all he all did his dad's stuff. He did the flip over the rope and run along the apron and climb up and get thrown off. And 
Then he did the whole like flop, you know, flop bump thing on his face. Mm-hmm. That the, the announcers popped for and no, for sure, yeah, he was not. Uh... His dad, he was not. He tried to be, but he for a while there even came out with a robe and all that stuff too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was uh it was worth it to make you watch it, Patrick. And it was Buff Bagwell too, man. Just terrible. Buff Just Daddy. Just a bad match. Buff Bagwell is never great either. And I watched this um as shown on pay per view. I, I did not watch the network version. I have it on DVD. So Yeah. Just, uh... That this this was something. Um yeah, I mean, what is it like? Uh, he was dating Stacy Kibler, and so then David David was yeah yeah, and so then she got pregnant, and then at some point they thought it didn't they think it was Riggs, and then then he, that this is what right before uh, wasn't this right before he went crazy? Yeah, yeah. This is right before this is like the start of him going crazy. Yeah. And yeah, then he was like trying to figure out who was the father, and eventually, you know, he's trying to. He this is what we got this match. Why did we yeah. ever get this match? Um, yeah, and then it, it ended up being you know David loses kind of David loses the match, but then he gets he ends up busting open Bagwell anyways. And gets Bagwell's blood and rushes it back to like his little experts on right. the slide. Like it, like that makes it. It's an okay sample at that point. Like I've watched enough forensic files. You can't just slap some blood in a sample and start running through an arena with it and it still be a pure sample. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was nothing pure about David. Probably. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then I we get more. Him. Then after that, we get more natural born thrillers for Patrick. Yeah, as we get too much kick, break. A kickboxing match. Hey man, Ernest Miller knows what he's doing. No, his kicks were flawless. He the had timing. to. He had to try oh. not to kill him for real. Yeah, because he's like a he's a, he's a real karate champion, so he's used to like trying to hurt people with his kicks. So he yeah. had to like pull back the kicks so that he wouldn't actually. KO Sanders when he wasn't supposed to. But, he, but even then, those kicks were like on point. They look. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. There's no leg slapping when a guy's a real kicker. You know, yeah. when a guy's a real yeah. martial artist, there's no leg slapping. That's how you can tell who's, yeah. a, who's a martial artist and who's a wrestler. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, uh, Ernest Miller coming in with uh, Miss Jones, uh, the former Nitro Girl chameleon, I believe. I don't uh, remember who she was, yeah. the Nitro Girl. Yeah, she was a Nitro Girl. I mean, almost all the valets were Nitro Girls at some point. Well, that's true. Tigress was. Wasn't and, uh, Major uh, Guns Charmel one? was. I don't think Major Guns was. I don't think she was. I think she just came in as Major Guns. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, she has too much shake to be a Nitro Girl. Oh, yeah. You're right. One of she those did. balloons would knock somebody out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and of course you got Tigress there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, 
But yeah, there was a fun match, and then I don't know where it came uh, the franchise. Because why was he even there? I don't know. But okay, he was there, and that's what caused uh, the count out. Uh, yeah, he kind of held Ernest Miller back where he couldn't get in in time. And that's how we got Mike Sanders to become the winner, of course, because. Yeah, he was gonna win by count out in match. a karate in a kickboxing yeah. match. Yeah. Well, I, I think the rule was that they were they were doing like three rounds. Yeah, they were doing the count out, and then after three, three rounds, rounds, it was a free like an overtime, or whatever. It became a regular match. Then okay, yeah. so, gotcha. WCW overbooking in its finest. There you go. Alright, uh, on to. My favorite match of the night because it was just crazy and the guys beat the crap out of each other and I love both guys. Micah Awesome versus Vampiro. Okay. Yeah. They beat the hell out of each other. A fan tried to beat the hell out of Mike Awesome and Mike Awesome decked the fan a few times. <laughs> the guy was like literally drunk and threw himself into Mike Awesome like he was trying to headbutt him or something. And Mike throws pushes the guy down and like pow, 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 and then just walks away while security drags him away. And then they tried to yeah. they're breaking tables, and he pretty much Dude. nearly kills Vampiro with that with the super awesome bomb. Yeah, because Vamp- like, you can see Vampiro's head hit at the end. I, yeah, I think. Well, maybe let's even go back to where Vampiro jump came up from the top rope, and then yeah, uh, Mike Awesome sort of tried to uh, you know. Re- turn like into power a power bomb, a, a power bomb, bomb way down. Yeah, yeah, and dude, I, I no joke. I think Vampiro was concussed. I think he oh, was because sure. there were several other times when he was a little sloppier than normal. Yeah, where he was and he, he even took a, a hot minute getting up, and you could see like yeah, checking on him and dude, yeah, yeah, and then that last super power bomb after he hits, he's holding the back of his head yeah. after he hit, and he's laying there. He's he's kind of. Not flat out like you would be if you're selling a move. He's holding his head like his head really hurt. Sure. Yeah, um, the wheel was still turning, but that hamster was dead. Yeah, well, and this is what led to Vampiro, you know, going into retirement is just concussion issues. Yeah. Um, right. He just received too many of them over the years doing hardcore, primarily hardcore wrestling. So you're going to get, you know, when you when you let people bash you in the head with stuff, you're going to get brain damage. I hate to tell you. So what was your but favorite incarnation of Mike Awesome? That 70s guy or the fat chick, Brilla? I didn't – I preferred <laughs> the 70s guy, actually. I think the 70s guy was kind of fun because he was, like, sappy wholesome. Like, he yeah. was, like, the Partridge family Mike Awesome, you know? He he wasn't like, I'm going to go smoke some weed. He was like, let's go have some fun and let's hop on my bus and let's let's make a little whoopee, you know, like when he was talking to the girl or whatever. And, let's go and to he's the like, he was – he was, yeah, he was like wholesome, sappy. I kind of enjoyed the '70s guy, um, and his feathered hair was kind of awesome. Yeah, but, uh, he had very good hair. He really yeah. did have very good hair. Um, but I mean, oh. of course, I prefer him in FMW when he was just breaking oh, yeah. people's chairs and tables. But but the I like the '70s guy better than the Fat Chick Thriller. The Fat Chick Thriller, I thought, was just like, oh come on, they were all like, oh, they were all like grandmas and stuff. Part of me wishes WCW would have just brought in Masahiro Tanaka just to see if it would like if they could do Tanaka something. and Awesome in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, like if it would spark something in 
uh, Mike Awesome to where he would like snap out of it and just you know, become Mike <laughs> go back Awesome. To being, go back to being like the, the Mike Awesome that we all knew and loved. Yeah. You know, you know what Vince would have done with those two guys if he had them? Give them a best of seven Fired series him. and then threw them in no. a tag team? No, no. Yeah. Regal it to Jerry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Probably. Definitely. He would have made them in a sports entertainment group. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been like, yeah. I mean, that that's basically, I think, I mean, he did that with those guys. And, hey, it kind of worked, you know? I mean, look, when Regal was general manager and Tajiri was there, I mean, it, 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 it got them both him, over. Yeah, super. I mean, I think that's what brought Regal. I mean, because, like, being the real man's man or whatever. The greatest gimmick in wrestling. It's just... I don't think he translated well with all the fans, but once he became GM and then uh, did the whole thing with the jury, he was set. Um, yeah, set for life. Uh, yeah, so I would agree with you. I mean, this is probably the best match uh, of them all uh, for sure, uh, because it only goes downhill from here. Uh, but yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like they start with all the young people. It's kind of like, I feel like, okay, let's start with the lowest budget and let's, let's work our budget up, 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 because the payroll yeah. increased as the matches did. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of funny, but yeah, up next, General Erection defeats Lance Storm and Jim Duggan in a handicap match to regain the United States Championship. Of course, we saw the previous month where Lance Storm defeated General Erection when uh, Jim Duggan turned on uh, the Misfits and uh, joined Team Canada. Uh, continuation, pal. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, so here we go. General Erection uh, is the new United States champion. Uh, you, know, team, you know, Team Canada lost their Canadian championship. Uh, but, yeah, it was an okay match. Uh, Funny enough, uh, you know, is that Jim Duggan was still wearing his uh, blue, uh, his blue uh, tights, in, you know, up underneath his uh, Canadian pants. The same ones he's worn since 1970. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and almost, almost got mooned by Lance Storm there right before the end. Um, yeah, goodness. Close shot, but thankfully we did not get a replica of WrestleMania 10. I think um, my favorite part of this match was when Danny texted me and was like, I was really excited for a Lance Storm match, and then I realized it was this match. Yep. And then I was like, (laughs) aww. Because Hugh's not that good. He's never been, I never took Hugh as a top guy, I never took him as a big league player. Um, they tried. Then, they they've tried so hard to get him to be a yeah. main event guy. Yep. Tried to make him the next generation of WCW guys once they pulled the payroll out, you know. But it just uh, didn't happen. And then he's team. And then Storm's teaming with Duggan, and Duggan just looked so bad. Yeah, he just looked so bad and old. Yep. And and, and Duggan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. All right. So. I think that was it. Well, for I thought for like matches under eleven minutes. Uh, 
Next up, we get uh, Jeff Jarrett defeating the man they call Sting, of course. Um, With the help of I, a half dozen other Stings throughout history. If I remember correctly, at this point, he was coming out to... Uh, He's to coming his, out to the Chosen One music, but they redubbed cho- it. Into, cho- they redubbed it for WCW. Yeah, but... Sting's also, I think Sting was coming up to his. Oh, uh, Sting Metallica. was coming out to the Metallica song at the time. Yep, I think uh-huh, so. Yeah. Okay, so they redubbed so it they with his it. old Sting music. Yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought he hadn't started Metallica yet, but they no, he had. That was sad. He pretty much <laughs> uses he used Metallica ninety nine and two thousand, unless you changed back in okay. two thousand, which I do not remember changing it. Him changing it back. Okay. Uh, I could have been wrong, but you know, he I don't did know. in 01, but I think that's because WCW was broke. Yeah, Eric, Eric would be the historian of uh, WCW 2000. I tried to erase it from my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that you guys have the shitty dubbed music. I was listening to the chosen one theme and then the Metallica song, so yeah, uh, and yeah, so okay, um. Yeah, it was a match. I mean, I do going back and rewatching. I was like, oh yeah, I remember the one million stings. I was wondering when they would show up because I knew they happened yeah. at some point in two thousand. I just didn't yeah. remember when. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think I, I in the back of my head I do remember that Patrick in two thousand in the year two thousand uh, was hoping that the old sting would come back. Because I think I okay. feel like they teased it. Because even Jerry at one it a point, little bit, yeah, came out as dressed up as the block, uh, yeah, with the face paint, yeah, was was making fun of him, saying that you weren't, you didn't respect or love the business anymore, or something. That was that was the whole gimmick, right? And as we all know, this is the last time that they ever wrestled in the history of the world. Yeah, the last time Jeff Jarrett and Sting ever wrestled each other never happened again. Well, definitely not 677,000 times in another company. In another company known as Impact Wrestling slash TNA, Total Nonstop Action slash NWA TNA. Never happened. Well, I mean... Then we get what should have been our main event of the evening, but because of Goldberg's injury that he did to himself the week before, <laughs> and then playing the injury angle of, like, can he wrestle? Is he going to be cleared by Las Vegas <laughs> State Athletic Commission? Is he going to be cleared to wrestle? Is he going to be cleared to wrestle? Booker T's like, I'll give you a few extra minutes, Big G, and, you know, and uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to go on first. What? And then he comes out first as the champion. It always makes me mad. <laughs> I'm dead. With Goldberg cracking his skull against it, it's like infamous. And then Chronic going, "Oh crap! What do we do? Like, I do we choke? Do we still double choke slam him? He can't help us now. You know, like, yeah. he can't. He can't help the right. leap. So before we get to that. Uh, I, I will say this man, this show felt long, even though all these matches were short. These yeah, there were just so many so of them. long. That and then you had be... promos thrown in between, like quick, quick, yeah. quick, quick, quick. There was never a break or a slowdown. The whole show was just snap, 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 snap. You know, I don't think we had a mention of the hotline either, and that made me sad. 
I don't know if the hotline was still in action at this yeah, point. I, oh, I think I think they yeah. they turned the hotline into WCW.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I thought by the end of the this match, I thought that show was done. I forgot about the Goldberg versus Chronic match because like it's yeah. Goldberg versus Chronic, yeah. I, well, I think, and cash and checks. So Booker yeah. T defeats Scott Steiner uh, for the by DQ uh, when Scott two, Steiner yeah, attacks seven refs and beats up all the security with his because yeah. this is like when he was the unhinged guy. He had just the month before we saw him fight Goldberg and he you know used the chain. He had to do so much, but Goldberg still was able to beat him. Um, yeah, but. It was crazy. This, I mean, it, this was a wild match. I mean, I, I actually kind of enjoyed the match. Scott Steiner's suplex are some of the best in the business ever. Like, they just always look devastating because they probably are. Like, they're just not they're, – they're safe, but they're not nice suplexes, okay? Like, uh, even top stiff. rope suplexes, they're safely stiff, yeah. And uh, But I, I the, the match actually was a better match than I anticipated, and uh, – the crazy ending, of course, just kind of fueled into St- Scott Steiner's character of uh, of him being, you know, the the maniac, the unchained, the unhinged. Nobody can control him. Who can stop him? You know. They actually have really good chemistry for 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 two people. I would never expect to really have good chemistry. Like Scott and Booker put on a good few matches there in the. The waning months of WCW. Yeah. But yeah, the match was crazy. I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked that you said that Book was like, I got you, Big G. <laughs> I don't think he called him that, but like that sounds like the kind of stuff like some... Booker T would say. Would say. I would say no. play it, but that's, that's not that's, yeah. that's Teddy Long. Yeah. Now, Stevie Ray was on commentary all night long because that's not. Yep, we don't talk about the commentary. That was terrible. Yeah, uh, well, that's, that's kind of bad. That's that long, that's, yeah. that's not hate. That's you detest me. Like I legitimately like Shivani was playing off of Stevie Ray and Scott Hudson would say something and they would just both completely mean Madden. ignore or yeah, yeah Madden. Madden. They would completely yeah, ignore Madden. everything he said. Yeah. But well, like, was, Stevie Ray and Tony weren't too bad, but then they then you bring Mark Madden in and they argue with Mark Madden or they just disavow anything he says and he says a bunch of crazy stuff. And, like, that was, to me, was the irritating part. If you had just had Stevie and oh, Tony, I felt it would have been much better. Or, you know, if you would have had Tony Schiavone, Mike today, and, you know, and Bobby, Bobby the Brain. Brain or Dusty, yeah. Yeah, no, but the year 2000, we weren't do, none of this was happening. I mean, <laughs> who knew? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> who who knew who was in charge in, two, in the year two thousand? Uh, but it was it was uh, understood. I think as Stevie Ray had been warned that while he's in commentary, he is a commentator and he cannot get involved. Yeah, in yeah. Matches. He, and Scott Steiner kept trying to goad him in and like trying to get him to fight and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Shivani had to remind him a few times, "Hey, you, you, you're commentary. You're not allowed to go." interfere because he wanted to go out and save his brother, of course, but he couldn't because he would lose his job uh, if he did. So basically um, what you're saying is Jey Uso is a better brother than uh, Stevie Ray. 
I don't know. J- Jimmy, Jay Uso, or Jimmy were, ne- were not forced to do commentary and not being able to help their brother. Uh, when yeah. when, when uh, that happens, then, then we can compare. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, if, but if you're going to compare the Usos to uh, the Harlem Heat, uh, I'm saying Sister Sherry was the tribal chief of the Harlem Heat. But, yeah, we don't we don't yeah. count Tamina. Um, uh, yeah, so probably okay, got injured somewhere. Uh, she probably is injured. I haven't seen her in like months. Um, all right, then we go to our main event, which my goodness, I I did not. I thought we were done with this show. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad it's over. And then they hit the, they do this like video package. I'm like. A video package of Chronic to end the show? That's weird. And then they yeah. play the music and they come out. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, Dave, I mean, David, Eric hates me. And out come the Chronic. chronic. Uh, and, and then, you know, right as they're about to be declared the winners of the match, Goldberg is medically cleared to, to uh, wrestle. And they hit his Shocking music. His, his back to his Goldberg music. He uh, hits his head in, on the on the uh, on the on door. door Which is the smartest thing. I was like, you already have, you have a head injury, sir. Don't bash your head into the door. You or just the got concussed, so you might yeah. as well just head butt the just fucking got, door. You just got cleared by the doctors to wrestle still. Jesus yeah. Christ. Goldberg and, is not smart. Yeah. And so, yeah, then he comes out and uh, defeats the Chronic in a handicap match, puts Brian Clark through a table uh, thanks to the spear, then uh, another spear to Brian Adams, uh, a jackhammer later. Uh, yeah, Goldberg must pose. Go into the pay window. Yep. And he's Goldberg is still employed. His streak continues. That was the thing. If he lost, he'd be fired. So he he wins. He maintains his job. The new streak sets at fourteen and zero. And uh, and everybody goes home happy. And very quickly, Goldberg gets his arm raised, and they say, "We're out of time. We got to go." And boom, and the show <laughs> cuts, the feed cuts out. I was like, "Wow!" They literally cut that feed out quick. And I both love and hate that, as I mentioned to Eric, that I like it because it is kind of like, you know, oh, we're on a, we're on a close time and, you know, it's not it's, – it's live TV, brother. Like, but at the same time, like, you can stay open a little bit later, you know? Yeah. And also, they did this to themselves. So, I'm like – Yeah. You could time to show a little better. You yeah. could have cut a promo or two here or there. Yeah. You could have cut the mini event. Nah, you can't. You can't cut it's Goldberg. The main event. You can't cut Goldberg. He's like your big money dude. Can't cut Big um, Billy G. He was the <laughs> he was the only uh, money guy on this this show. Well, if you count point, Sting or if you count Sting, yeah, or Jeff. Uh, Sting, Sting. Yeah, you forgot yeah. about Sting and uh, Booker T. And... Yeah, yeah, Book Booker wasn't T. a money guy at this point yet. Yeah, uh, that's where he wasn't. He wasn't he like Macho Man there, Hogan man. levels of yeah. money guys, I guess. No, but yeah. he was that that next that next top guy. And I think that uh, you know the first time that he hit the bookend, people were like, "Oh yeah, woohoo!" 
Yeah. First time he hit the book, it, I was like, what? It's like, that's just like a crummy rock bottom. What are you doing? Where's your scissors kick? You already, you already have scissor kick. You already have the Harlem Hangover and all this stuff. The Harlem Hangover is the movie you should have kept with. But yeah. I get it probably took its toll on his body doing it on a regular basis. Mm. And then he saw Dwayne getting over with it and was like, shit. Yeah, I can man, do I something. I can that. do something weak like that. Yeah. I can do something that doesn't, doesn't have to take a weird bump for myself. I can do a side slam and we can call it a day. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, you know, hate the player. No, hate the game. Don't hate the player. Hate the player. Hate the game. Yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm giving this miserable show uh, a a, a D plus. D plus. All right. I'm going to give it a C plus because there was a few entertaining spots. I really liked Awesome and Vampiro. Jeff Jarrett and Sting was a decent match, even with all the. 17 Sting shenanigans. Uh, Scott Steiner versus Booker T was actually fairly decent. Um, and then the earlier stuff had its moments, but there was still a lot of bad stuff. And knowing it was the last time Sting and Jeff Jarrett ever faced each other. Ever fought, yeah. made it that much more important. Yeah. For historical significance. Uh, I'm going to yeah. give this show an A plus just because it made Patrick miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Dick move. Dick move. <laughs> And 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 with that, for the for the rest of the year, we're gonna watch the rest of 1994 uh, wrestling pay per views from the, both WWF and WCW. Oh no, no. WWF '94 wasn't terrible to me, honestly. It wasn't great. I just it, it was better than WCW. <laughs> Hey man, uh, why? Oh, why hey. am I being drug in the middle of this? I gotta watch both of y'all scrap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to be fair, my two thousands have been kind of better, except for this show. Yeah. Yeah, the last show was just literally the same. Fall brawl was like a month earlier. Well, fall, fall, fall brawl was good. Uh, was it? Though? I mean, it, it had its moments yet again, like this one, but. Overall, like I feel the shows are very, very rushed. They try to do like a they're jumping from scene to scene too quick, so nothing yeah. really has any time to settle before they're moving on to the next show. Look, this was WCW the dying. Match. They were they were just throwing shit at the wall to see what stuff. Yeah, in in, uh, yeah. in nineteen in the the month after, not even a month, uh, November sixteenth, they held a pay per view in. Uh, Germany called oh, Millennium, Millennium Final. Final, yeah. Headlined by Sting versus Kevin Nash for the WCW European Cup. Uh, and Booker wow. T versus Scott Steiner uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, they had the, the European Cup tournament. That's one of the wow. most coveted WCW uh, bootlegs because not a lot of people have it. Never it's saw only the show. aired in Germany, yeah. And they never replayed yeah. it. It was like you saw it live or you never saw it. So it's one of the most coveted yeah. uh, bootlegs. Uh, and then, of course, uh, WCW Mayhem uh, Unleashed. Yeah. That was uh, that instead of instead of World War Three in 2000, uh, yeah. we yeah. get we got Mayhem. Tagline is so funny. Game. The uh, the generic freak of sports entertainment unleashed. I do find entertaining how WCW two thousand kept calling it sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. I was like, uh, why did whatever happened to pro wrestling? Yeah. Whatever happened to WCW where the big boys play? Come on. Where the big boys play with the plumber, daddy. The big boys play. 
But yeah, thankfully we are not gonna be watching um Mayhem, any more yeah. uh yeah, any more nineteen ninety four or two thousand for next month. Uh, so we will yeah. revisit the only four World War Threes uh that the better than the Royal see. Rumbles. I mean I prefer World War Three sure. to the Rumble. Don't lie to yourself. They were interesting. Uh, so a couple of things we got to look forward to. Uh, uh, well, of course, the main event, the uh, 60-man three-ring uh, battle royal-ish thing. Although I don't think that did the third one – yeah, the third did have one. Um, yeah. They... The fourth one had one. I, I keep forgetting that they uh, switched. Because the fourth one, the 1998 version, was the only one where that wasn't the main event. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they had like a title match afterwards or something. Yeah, yeah. it was Paige versus Brett. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what that all looks like. Uh, but yes, tune in starting next week for uh, yeah, for World War III 1995 uh, and much more uh, to come as we get... Uh, you know, on the road to Survivor Series, we get in full gear mode, and yeah, uh, AWE returns next month. We're so stoked and can't wait uh, to see it uh, and hear more about it. So, uh, for all that, uh, please make sure you check us out uh, on the Anywhere Podcasts are available: iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon, uh, Google. Tune in. Uh, and check us out on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F and Danger. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. Uh, Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. <laughs>